Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hello and welcome to episode 184, How Your Pain and Suffering Can Spark New Business Ventures. Before I get into this episode, I want to remind you we have some exciting news. On November 10th, we are doing a two-hour online mastermind workshop, and this will be for business owners that are spiritual entrepreneurs. We're so excited about that. And then we have our 90-day mastermind coming up in January for spiritual entrepreneurs. And the thing actually that's before that is in Boston, which is 50% full, we're doing an in-person mastermind that's in December. So if you want more info, go to lindsaymarino.com. Back to the episode. In this episode, we are sharing how your pains and struggles can really be a clue to your next business idea and also how to see the golden nuggets in all of the experiences in your life. We also share some personal stories of our own and we hope you enjoy the show. Okay. <laughs> Hello guys. Hello guys. We're excited that you're here. I'm going to make sure everything is good on Facebook. And we're excited to do another live episode. Um, and this is all about how your pain and suffering can actually lead you and spark new business ventures. So we're going to talk all about that. And Tony, you want to get started? Take it away, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, so how your pain and how your suffering can spark new business ventures. So think about that right now. Think about what are your pains right now? What ways are you suffering right now? It'd be brilliant to go write that into a notebook after this. You could even write it now as you're, as you're going along if that works for you. So get really clear on that because yes, whatever those pains and whatever your suffering is, the odds are a lot of other people are feeling that same way. Yeah. And that's what we realized along our journey. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's funny because I feel like, I mean, we've, <laughs> there's so many things that we haven't shared. Um, we've shared on our podcast, but not, um, not every single story. Most yeah, of not on the public. We haven't put everything out in the public. A lot of our masterminds, we've went deep and shared different things that we don't share on here. Yeah. And more intimate or in person, settings. Like retreat and stuff like that. We share most people know exactly, you know, the things that we've w went through. And usually it comes up because we're talking to other psychic mediums and healers and they're sharing a story and a struggle that has come up for them. And then that's when they feel like they're alone. And when they share it, all of a sudden it's like a ripple effect. And we start sharing things that we went through and other people in the room that are psychic mediums and healers share that too. And I think it's powerful when we share stories because stories really stick. Facts, you might hear them and they go in one ear and out the other, but stories stick and they create feelings. And when you get the feelings and the emotions, it makes you realize, oh wow, I'm, I'm not alone. And you can feel what that person felt through the story. Exactly. So, so let, I think that's powerful. Let's cut straight to the chase too. If you're a psychic medium, a healer, or a coach, odds are you didn't just wake up one day and think, I want to be that. And odds are you weren't playing with like your little dolls growing up. Like we hear teachers when I was in my internship, yeah. I would always hear uh, stories of mostly females saying that 
<laughs> saying, yeah, I used to, I knew I always wanted to be a teacher because I, I would play, you know, set my dolls up and I would teach them. I've never heard a psychic medium tell me that, that they no. used to set their dolls up and run psychic medium workshops or like do readings on the, on the dolls. No. It's something that I believe chooses you through your life experiences. And most yeah. people that we've connected to that share their story, it is a powerful story and a powerful transformation. And a lot yeah. of times it, it has to do with death or accidents or like the deepest pains that you can think of that an individual can go through. Out of that, they extract it, what we could call gold, right? Because they're, they're sharing their message with the world now because of something that was so, you know, dramatic in their life. Yeah. And well, and it's interesting because we've seen there's so many different avenues with this ability and how it's come about. It's either through a traumatic event or it's just through one of those moments where there's a spiritual awakening where they're like, I know that I want more out of my life. Right. I, I know that there's something more. And some people will come to me, especially with business, and we've heard it in our mastermind. They've said, well, I don't have this big story to share because we talk about the importance of sharing your story, at least in my section, about creating videos. Like in my business um, class, creating bit videos of your story. And I remember hearing from someone saying, well, what if I don't have a story of a tragic accident? And we go back and you start to recognize that you might not have a tragic story, like a lot of pain that you know of that was a big story. But if you really go back into the details, you can see the struggles that led you to this point, or you can see the golden nuggets that led you to this point. Excellent. That's a brilliant point because of the fact that it's not just one thing that makes yeah. us wake up, right? You, it might, a lot of times it looks like it's like the accident or a tragedy, but like you were saying, even if something like that doesn't happen, you could trace a lot of the, what you call breadcrumbs in the past that brought you to this moment. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to share today on this podcast, right? Is like the breadcrumbs that brought us to our moment, right? Because through st sharing stories, they could extract and see what insights go over their mind as they're listening to our story. And I feel right. like that's where a lot of the learning happen happens. It's not when I'm like, at a workshop or in a mastermind or listening to a podcast. And I, like you said, and I hear all these facts. It's like, oh, that transformed my life. Yeah. No, it's always those facts tied into a powerful human story mm -hmm. that I could connect with. And when I connect with it, that's what brings all the energy. Yeah. And speaking of stories, I'm like thinking of a time. I, I know your story. You've probably shared it on here at one point and I've shared mine too. Parts of it. But I'm thinking of the little boy that you saw, but you can share that after. What little uh, boy? When you were little. Oh, okay. Yeah, through. yeah, 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 yeah. That was part of it too. So that led up to it. Right. Because I people, they, they'll ask me sometimes. Sometimes I could feel them asking me mm. without asking. Like, wait, how did you end up marrying a psychic medium? And how do you work with psychic mediums now? And how are you connecting the past loved ones? Because it happens to me. Even though I'm not a paid psychic medium, I do coaching. It happens to me every single day. And daily conversations. Daily You're conversations. With past loved ones. So I'm constantly like... Over the last 11 years since it started to happen and digging deep into like, yeah, why is this happening to me now? And that was one of the stories is when I was in, I believe, about third grade or so, I woke up at like maybe two in the morning, three in the morning, and I seen a little boy laying in my bed. And then I actually went to go put my hand through, you know, or to touch, I didn't know it was going to go through him, but to touch him, I'm like, what the hell? Who, who is that? And then it went, it went through upstairs. him, right? It went through him. And that's one of the... I guess first times that I could really think that I was picking up on past loved ones. 
and I think it's powerful because I feel like a lot of people, if they think about it, even the people that don't may not believe in this, as soon as you start asking them questions when they are interested, yeah, it starts to come out like, you know what? There was this time. And they'll explain something like that. So why are we doing our businesses right now? Our yeah. business right now, right? Our multiple businesses. We have a mastermind business. You do readings. You're a psychic. You mentor other psychic mediums. I'm a coach. I work with all kinds of empath entrepreneurs. Like, did we just wake up one day and we were like, hey, we're going to do this? No. No. <laughs> well, and it's funny because for me, I thought I was going to retire as a teacher. I, I always had the idea that I was going to be a teacher and I was going to do real estate on the side. I always said that. And it's funny because it's kind of like that now. You know, we have the Airbnb business too. Um, so there is real estate in there. And then I'm also teaching. And I was the third grade teacher. But for me, I know that Nick passing away and me wanting to connect with him and make sure that he was okay and know that he didn't just get up and go and he was gone. I know my passion for that communication really was the catalyst for the mediumship. But I started to really trace back things in my life from my childhood before Nick passed and started to recognize different things. You want me to go into that? Yes. Okay. So I remember when I was very young, just sharing with this group, because you guys, you know, most of this, you know, every detail. Um, I, I get inspired every time I hear yeah. it too. There's always something else that comes over my mind whenever I do hear the story too. So when I was- Some new insight. Yeah. And when I was really little, I was shy. I did like to be alone on the swing set and swing on the swings and very um, observant, very sensitive to energy. And I remember collecting crystals. Well, I called them rocks. I had a rock collection and they were crystals. Now thinking back about it and tracing my steps, I was very into that. But I was also into reading the children's Bible and being like saints. So we had to, we had a CCD lesson and we were given a saint that we had to research. And I had St. Catherine of Siena. And I would research her. And I learned that she would pray on each step and say the Hail Mary. And I wanted to be like her. And I was always praying the rosary. And always doing this. Like At times where maybe someone else would do something else. I, I was just very connected to being alone. And praying the rosary. When I was in my bedroom, I would do that very much into angels and the blessed mother. So growing up, you know, my aunt and my grandmother was very much into, you know, going to church and, and more so my aunt praying with me at night. That, that was the big thing. She was praying with me at night. And even into high school, I was going to church by myself, not when church was in session. I would go with a friend and would go after hours or before church. And we would go and say prayers to the Blessed Mother. This is in between partying as a high schooler too. So <laughs> like I have to add that in that it wasn't like I was like this perfect person that was going to church and praying. I also was... <laughs> she was partying I was too. living my high school life too. So, but this has always been something that's been a part of me and always into giving advice. And it was natural for me. I just didn't know that it was intuitive. Right, and that's part of like you tuning into other people's energy, your empathic ability, where you can just sense everybody's emotions, right? Mm -hmm. You're aware of everything. And um, then when Nick passed away, that's part of your awakening of your psychic medium gift, yeah. right? And pulling that out. 
And then combining all of that, because a lot of the work that you do too now is you teach and mentor other people. So that teacher, that mentor in you too, I'm also curious about that because I know they are. I know a lot about it, but I'm curious to see what comes out right now too. And I know they are. So how does that like, was that always in you? Like the teacher and the mentor to where that that Um, kind of leadership? My kids, my third graders, I felt like were my teachers and really gave me the confidence to teach my little third graders. So your eight years experience as a teacher. Yeah. More, more than that, because then you did four years like internships. So over yeah, a decade experience as a teacher. I was teaching. Before you were doing, you know, second medium. Yeah. I felt like a, I, I just loved children. So that was yeah. like my big thing, like very connected to kids and very connected to listening to what they have to say, because I feel like children are our teachers. And I learned so many lessons from children because I feel like they have no filter and they're very closely connected to source and because they have no filter they're saying what's on their mind and they're like little messengers so i've always been intrigued by what they have to say and they really like bring me a lot of joy and they're just funny um but thinking back on the childhood piece too to go along with that i started to recognize that i was having all outer body experiences when i was little I was leaving my body and astral projecting, but I didn't know it until I started to learn more about that after Nick passed. So I think my passion for anything, when I get excited about something, naturally I will call up a friend or a family member and say, yeah. you have to get this book. Or, you know, my mom the other day, she's like, oh my gosh, you should be, I don't know what she said. She, like, I was talking about something. I don't even know what it was. Oh, it was like, it was like a probiotic. And I was talking about how awesome the flavor was and going into details. And she's like, you should be a salesperson because <laughs> it convinced yeah. her to actually get the, the probiotic. But really, because I was so passionate and excited about it. That's all it is. It was my passion for it that I have a passion for teaching people about things that I love. And if something changes my life, I want to teach it. So that's how the mentorship started because... I was giving readings and I wanted other people to feel empowered to know that you don't need just a medium or an intuitive to give you a reading to receive info. Like that's, you know, an added bonus for me to give the readings to them. But I'm just as empowered to teach people to say like, listen, you can do this. You don't need to be labeled a psychic medium. You don't need someone to tell you that you can do this, but let me teach you how. A lot of people wait and say, well, I don't think I was born with that. Anyone can do it. So that's my passion. I see that. And it is real because everything, if she goes to a restaurant that she loves or (laughs) finds a probiotic or (laughs) finds a root that monks cultivate up in the Himalayan mountains and it helps her, she's telling everybody about it. it. Whether she makes money from it or not, she genuinely wants to help people with it. So I will say that, you know, Mm -hmm. I will say that. yeah, what were you yeah, going to yeah, say? Keep going. I was going to say, now I want to hear about you. Um, what I'm trying to get out of the sun. Hold on. Um, Your chair looked like it was raised up a little bit, too. I thought I was looking <laughs> up at you. Like, this is kind of weird. I'm used to looking down to her because she's only, what, five foot? Five one. Five one. Yeah, that's pretty short. So, um, so, well. Shorty. <laughs> yeah, so. So, let's go into into you. Cause so, our story's integrated. we met. You were doing things. I think a lot of people that meet us think like 
that either you got me into this or I got you into this, but really yeah. we both were reading the spiritual books and having our own awakening before we even met. Right. So I want other people to hear so that they can hear like the true story of you already being into all of this spiritual stuff. Exactly. That's why we and, gravitated together. And I laugh too because uh, I've actually heard people say that, oh, it was good that you know, mm. you and Lindsay got together and then it got, you know, got you into those books. And I'm like, listen... <laughs> and Lindsay says let's the same thing let's straight. get this story straight look no this was years before <laughs> that I came across the law of attraction and the law of vibration I was at one of the, the lowest points in my life of my life um, I was going to school in Columbia Missouri at Columbia College and my high school sweetheart and I we broke up and my grades were slipping I was I was losing my why of like why am I in school what I want to do um, entrepreneurship kept coming into my head I'm like and then finally you know it all clicked where I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna leave school after this semester and I'm gonna go start my lawn care business but the thing that sparked that was me being in my lowest point I was in the computer lab five six seven eight hours almost every single day and that's all I was doing so I didn't go and do you know and go drink all kinds of alcohol or go do a lot of negative things I actually took all my suffering thank God back then I don't know what made me do this um, I call it like angels or grace, but it, it put me into the computer lab. It put me into learning. And that's when Bob Proctor popped up on my computer screen as a, it was either an advertisement or a recommended video. And I watched a nine minute video of Bob Proctor explaining the overall, um, the overall view of the secret, the law of attraction. And as I watched that and heard it, I can remember it as if it was yesterday. I could see myself sitting in that computer lab. Everything shifted for me in that moment. Everything shifted for me in that moment. So I went out of the room immediately. I called my high school sweetheart up at the time and I was like, listen, I know why I'm in the position I'm in. I'm sorry for all blah, 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 all this, all this. And I just had all this clarity come over me. And I did other decisions too. I made the decision that moment. I'm going to um, leave school and I'm going to go open, do a lawn care business in St. Louis. And that's what I did. And that was one of the most powerful shifts in my life. And I will say before that, it was working out. Before that, I was this kid that was in elementary school, middle school, high school. And when I was inside of school, I had all of this energy. I didn't know why I had all of this energy inside of me. And it was really challenging. I used to get in a lot of trouble in elementary school. It was really challenging for me to sit I down. I um, You know, I, w I was always getting sent to the principal's office. And, um, you know, thank God I came across basketball because that's what kept me out of the principal's office. And I was able to put all of this energy that I was feeling in the moment into sports. I was able to put it into something constructive, physical. I was able to use my intuition, my empathic ability. And I was just, basketball sports came very easy to me. They still do. I feel like when I'm on there, I just feel like I'm in my zone. I feel like I could read where everybody is. And I didn't know what that was back then. Yeah. And that this same kind of energy, feeling all this energy, it started to lead to a lot of pain throughout my life. And actually, I got to a point to where I hit, um, I would call it a depression in ninth, 10th grade. Um, and I didn't know why. And I was searching for all of these answers. And then... I started to find answers about nutrition, um, about exercise, and I was already, like I said, playing sports and exercise was easing me to that, 
easy to me um, at that point. And I started to get all these different ideas. So I started to apply them and I started to use exercise, lifting weights, sports, and training other people. I was a lot, a lot like what you were describing to where when something came into my life and shifted my energy, I had to share it with somebody. That's why I'm on this live right now. We're like, both the same like literally, like I had to share it. So like that's what I did. I kept, um, I had dozens of workout partners throughout high school because a lot of them would come and they'd either get lazy or they, they wouldn't be consistent. So I'd get a new one. And, and, <laughs> and I trained so many different people on um, lifting weights, right? Because it's like, this helped me with my depression. Yeah. This helped me overcome emotional, you know, sadness that I was feeling in high school. And then that led me to college. And that's where that Bob Proctor video came in. And I started to understand energy a little bit better. I didn't know the word empath at that point still. This was 2008. So I was still a little confused. I was still like, what the hell's going on when I'm inside buildings and when I'm outside? Why in the hell am I feeling like this? Why do I feel drained so much when I'm inside places? And I'd always ask these questions and I'd always look for solutions and I'd always be open to that. I think sports taught me the power of coaching, the power of like having mentors. So I'm so thankful for that. And two years after that Bob Proctor video is when Miss Lindsay came into my life. <laughs> and we talked on the phone that night. And at the end of that phone call, six hours later, we didn't even meet each other at pers in person at that point. We were just friends on Facebook because of Nick. And, um, you know, Nick was my childhood friend growing up. And that was Lindsay's boyfriend at the time. And he ended up passing away. Um, so we were friends and connected through Facebook. And that's when you called me that night. That's when you called me that night and we talked on the phone. We both did not have any thoughts of, oh, we're going to date this person. It was more, it was like, we're going to connect and that's what we're going to do. We're going to connect because it's I good energy. I wanted to find out info about Nick's, a portion of his life to put in the book. Um, and that was like the start of the conversation. And it just, that's when the spirituality, the communication with spirituality pops up. And that's why it's so powerful because we were both doing our own work behind the scenes before we actually connected. And I think that's the importance of this conversation too, is when you are very intentional and very clear on what it is that you want in your life, if you, if you end up connecting with a friend or a partner that has the same intention, a third mind comes in and miracles take place. And that's what's happened where it's just expanded everything that we were both going through. We were like preparing for the other person without even knowing it was happening. Right. So that's exactly right. And so after we talked on that phone the next day, I immediately started receiving signs from Nick and other past loved ones. Like I literally was taking a shower. I was in my mobile home at the time and my shower didn't drain properly. So there'd be soap bubbles in the bottom of it. And there was a perfect smiley face with a heart perfect as can be the first one I goosebumps now as mm -hmm. I say it first one I've ever seen I see them every day now that's when I really knew past loved ones were coming through me and then Lindsay told me the word about it the word empath and I start to look that up mm -hmm. I was like oh my lord this is everything I've been yeah. feeling my entire life everything so I moved to Florida I get my degree in teaching I become a teacher Lindsay teaches we both kind of keep masterminding together, figuring out, all right, we're going to travel around the world. We're going to have online businesses. We're going to impact people all around the world. We're going to have real estate 
And we start to talk about all these goals of what we're going to do. And so everything started to come together. And that's just a little part of our story and kind of what led us here. There's actually more things. I, yeah, there's... I left off 11 years there. So now we've got to go 11 years forward. Yeah, that could be another whole... That's a whole other right. one. So, But it... But listening to the story, it's going to make you think, let me think back to, let me think about my life right now and what I'm doing or what my intention is with, you know, whether it's spiritual business or whatever you're doing music. I know Bill is on here. Bill is an amazing um, musician and Melinda just came on too. I can see you guys joining um, and saying hello. It's so good to see you guys. Hi, Melinda. Um, I see it there. Hi, and Bill. Bill's there too. So... This is something to think about. Like you're exactly where you are right now, but there is there might have been pain in your life and struggles that you experienced, but how did it propel you to other levels? And it doesn't mean that it takes away the pain. That's that's one thing that I I want everyone to realize that this is just part of. You could either let the pain catapult you or you can let it keep you stuck and you could stay there. And there were points where I was staying there and I didn't want to go anywhere. But then during the growth process of that natural human side of me that wanted to evolve, just like you, Tony, you somehow put yourself into the computer lab. And I just want to say this because you don't speak about it enough and I'm going to put it out there. Um, you literally went against a lot of odds. I will say that because you could have gone a totally different direction if you followed um, things that you were around in your environments when you were growing up. You know what you saw. Yes, that's that's absolutely right, right, and that's why me being in some environments when I was growing up that didn't feel really safe to me at different times. That's why I crave safe environments now, right? That's part of why we do our masterminds because we realize that there's a lot of psychic mediums, healers, coaches out there that they're in pain, they're suffering, and it's a lot of the same pain and suffering that we feel even today at different times. The last couple of days. I've been in a little funk where I'm feeling like overwhelmed with all kinds of energy. So I, I, I had to go on like two different walks today and, you know, I'm thankful I have these tools and support and I, I reach out to other people too. And I think that's part of it, right? That's part of why we created some of the businesses that we created because we want that safe space. We want to help like take our pains and struggles that sometimes we still feel at times and we know other people are feeling help everybody come together and like solve these problems right and not only it's not only about like solving the problem i think it's more of an awareness thing because once i heard the word empath it's not like it solved all my empathic problems but over time oh my lord they're getting better mm -hmm. and i think that if you just bring your awareness around different topics like this that's all it is it's not about being perfect no and it's about having the space to actually talk about it I was just giving a reading the other day and one of my clients um, said she had seen me, um, I think 10 years ago, about 10 years ago, and she had just booked the reading and she says she was listening to the podcast and it really was helpful for her. And that made me happy because when people tell me, whether it's in person or on the phone, whatever, that or messages that we receive, they say like, there was this one episode that like shifted my mindset or this one episode that made me feel like I wasn't alone. That means that we're doing our job by just sharing and making people aware that you're not the only one going through these things because the spiritual journey is a process. 
It really is. And it's like, you're going to have those moments where you feel like you're on a roller coaster ride. But if you know other people have been through it, it helps you. It makes you realize that, okay, I'm not alone. And this is a normal part of my life. And I'm choosing this path. I'm not going to numb out. I'm going to go through the emotions and feel it. And I think that's the power of it. To, like you said, the awareness, feeling that pain, but also being aware and setting it up where you have a space to talk about it or just acknowledge the fact that it's happening and let it be your propelling. Um, I think of it like, um, like Mario Kart or something, you know, when you go over in the car and you go over something, it propels you to like that next level or flying through the air. That's what I think of like these speed bumps. It gives us power to that next level. Don't let it like stop you and just crash and, and freeze up. Yeah. Cause you Keep could going. go and you could hit the speed bump and you're like, Oh, I can't go over that. Or another way to look at it too is like, like it's a river, like the river of energy that's flowing through you. You'll feel like it's blocked at different times. And if you just let it sit there, it's going to build a dam. And then eventually yeah. you go down into like a depression and all that. So we just got to figure out ways to keep that energy flowing. And that's why what you were saying, it's so powerful people for people just to have a space to like share what they're going through, yeah. right? The, the deepest pains that they're going through in the moment. If we hold all those by ourselves and don't share that with, with anybody, that's when it starts to do a lot of damage, especially as an entrepreneur, right? Oh, as, yeah. a, as a spiritual entrepreneur, it's like some of these things we think we're going through by ourselves. Like, like for example, one of the struggles I had um, five years ago, actually not only five years ago when I quit teaching to do my business now, but actually when I became a teacher, um, this came up to where it's like, wait, Tony, um, you're a human. You have all these flaws. How are you going to be a teacher too? So I thought I had to be this perfect person, right? This image that is out in society. This is what a teacher is, right? And I, I felt like so uptight and all of that, trying to wear that teacher suit. And I was like, you know what? Get that off of me. And then when I became a coach um, in my business and we do what we do, um, that happened again. It's like, wait a second. Wait, um, can I be human still and, and be a powerful healer and coach, mm -hmm. psychic medium at the same time? Um, and my answers have been given to me over the years because every psychic medium healer coach, no matter if they're like a living legend right now that I connected with or someone just starting out, they all share their humanness, right? They all share like in the masterminds that I join or if I'm just talking with them, like they're all sharing that humanness. They're like, no, I just had a, a messed up day here. I went with my friends over here. We had some beers. I was stressed out that day or or, um, you know, me and my wife or my husband, we had an argument and then I had to go to this coaching session and I had to be honest with my client. Like you start to hear all these yeah. stories of like people who are powerful healers, psychic mediums, but they're human at the same time. And you could go back in history and you could see that too. Some of the prophets in the past, some of the people that we look up to now, they were some of the most human people you'll ever meet. So just hearing that, and feeling that, raise your hand if you feel relief. Because I know whenever I first heard that, mm -hmm. like literally, or click the like, or let us know in the comment. Or if, shake your head Or yes. shake your head yes. <laughs> if you can feel that, if you've ever felt like that before. Mm -hmm. And I can feel the relief in me just saying it again right now. That's where the power is too. Is just acknowledging the fact that that your humanness is actually the thing that's going to bring you closer to your clients too. Like for in order, if you do have a psychic mediumship business or you have a coaching business or you're a healer, wherever you're at on your journey, 
even if you're someone that's not in this field and you work for someone else or you're, you know, working at, um, in a cubicle, whatever it is, your humanness is actually going to help you to connect with other people and it's going to loosen you up a little bit and make you close in some way with the person that you're working with. Like when you're human, that's when things start to unfold and you're like, oh, I, I want to work with you because you remind me of me, you know? Yes. You need to have that human side. And I remember at the very beginning of my business, I wanted to have this professional feeling with my students, like my adult students, because my third graders, you know, you're a teacher, you're, you're professional and, you know, all of that. So when I transferred from little kids to adults, I'm like, oh, I got to be very proper. And I had to warm up a little bit and start sharing stories because I noticed the benefits of sharing my personal stories. It wasn't just about me it, like that. I sprinkled it in because it actually benefited them. So it was about me, but it was really about them. The reason why I chose certain stories. So I noticed the connection started building and I noticed more people started to, to see the real me come out. And that's where I noticed that the people that bought one course always bought all of them. That's what's been happening because they feel like they know me, you know, there's content in there, but there's also me, like they know, they know what that looks like. Right. So the thing that we try to avoid and try to hide away from people, right? Our humanness mm -hmm. at times, it's like our instinct. We got to hide this away because we're a healer. We got to hide this away because we're a medium. That thing if, will actually cause us a lot of pain by doing that. And it will stop the flow of clients. Yeah. So raise your hand if you want more clients. Raise your hand if you want to be able to do your healing work with clients, right? And get paid for it, right? Make a living for it so you could actually, right? Have the exchange of energy so you could keep it going. You must, you must share humanness. You must own your humanness right now. Like you could literally take a notebook and write on it, write human. And write all the things that make you human, right? All of the, I'm talking about the all the flaws. That you could think that are flaws. All the flaws, right? That's what I'm talking about here. Humans are beautiful too, but all the flaws, right? Our spirit, I feel like it just shows up and it's effortless. And then human, the humanness of ourselves kind of throws us off a little bit at times, right? And it's all part of it. It's all part of it. And I feel like it's kind of like negative energy and positive energy. I used to be like, when I heard about the law of attraction, I was like, I got to only think positive. I got to only focus on positive. I don't want to talk about like to a fault. Yeah. Right. To a fault that way. And then I realized over the last, you know, 15 years of applying this stuff, that it's like, no, like the universe is made of negative energy and positive energy. We're human and we're a spirit. Like we literally have to own all of that. And process all of that. Mm -hmm. You can't be one. Yeah, you can't just be positive because what ends up happening is, is when you try to be positive and only focus on the positivity and only see it that way and you avoid the negative, you're actually causing more negativity to come to you because you're internalizing stuff that you're not letting out. Yes. And that's a big thing too. I did the same thing with the law of attraction. I didn't want to focus on the negative and then I started to realize how, how toxic that is. Yeah. How, how horrible yeah. that is to focus in on the positivity when you're really going through stuff. Yes. So yes. It, it will almost lift the, that negative feeling even faster when you just acknowledge it and take the time to be aware of it anyways. So 
it ends up working out. And, and we can get into that even in a deeper episode. I'm sure we have some old ones all about that. But that's a good topic to go deeper into, too. Yeah, it is. Because it's like, look, we, we want to focus on our visions and our goals and all the positive stuff. That's great, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, some of us want to kind of, right. oh, no, no, that, that trauma's not there. That, uh, that negativity, it's not there. The yeah. weeds that are in me that I'm feeling, that's not there. And I'm just shoving it down and I'm just going to positively focus and that stuff is magically just going to go away. And I, I realize over time it doesn't work that way. Right. And the last thing, I know we're kind of going a little bit over time, but I want to say this because this kind of goes along with the things that we're going to be coming up soon, like our January business mastermind, the 90 day one. And then our one coming up November 10th is all about the business mastermind. A lot of people that come to us say like, I've done the work. Like, I don't want to talk about this. I, I've done the work. I, I really want to focus on the techniques for my business. I, the other stuff, like my traumas, I already dealt with that. I've already been to a therapist. I've already done that. And what ends up happening is, is I was just listening to a, a video, a testimonial from a, one of our previous business masterminders. And in the testimonial, she specifically said, um, I had a breakthrough with Tony. And the breakthrough was, I didn't know I needed the breakthrough. I actually had this huge breakthrough because I didn't know I needed it. And you could see when that was taking place, it was like layers were taken off just by experiencing it. And I think that's what's powerful about this work is it's not just about doing, I'm putting quotes, the business. It's like there's so much more. We have a human side to us and we have the soul side. And in order for us to be the best we can, for ourselves and for our clients, we have to be real about what's going on. And it's an ever going, you know, journey of things. And it is going to be the awareness. You think you, you went through one thing, but it pops up in another situation. It's just about the awareness and having the support. And I think that's a big thing. That's definitely true. Blind spots, right? We all have them. So November 10th, it is a Thursday at 4 PM Eastern time. We are doing a one night only mastermind. It'll be two hours long. Mm-hmm. We only charge $97 for it. All of our other masterminds that are 90 days and all that, those are thousands of dollars. This is your chance to come for and one night only it. and just get an experience, right? Get an experience. It's an opportunity for you to receive, for you to take your business and your life to the next level and to have more clarity right after you leave the call. Yeah. So the people that this is for is for people that are psychic mediums and healers or coaches. Anyone that is doing the work connected to spirituality or wanting that extra support. So this isn't going to be a bunch of business techniques shoved down your throat. It's going to be a mixture of really getting you to, to not only really think, but it's feeling. And we're going to ask you the questions that propel you to that next level to have the breakthroughs that you're meant to have. So that's November 10th. So if you are someone that's been messaging us throughout the year saying, I miss the 90 day business mastermind, I want to join, but I'm not sure if I want to commit yet. And you want to experience what it's like to work with both of us together over zoom, join the November 10th that that's for you. If you're thinking about it and you're like, I don't know if it's for me, send a message, ask, tell us about yourself, send us a message on here and just say like, this is my business. Is this a good fit? And we'll be honest, like we've said to people, no, I don't think this is a good fit if it's not a good fit for you. So we would love to work with you and, um, can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Another thing to say that too, is like, I feel like they already know if it's for them or not. Yeah. It's a hell yes or hell no. It's like go one way or the other, you know, in your soul, if you're pulled to it or not, if you're not, that's fine. 
If yeah. you are, then you know what to do. Yeah. So if you want more info about that, go to lindsaymarino.com, click learn with Lindsay, and then you'll see the 90 day business mastermind. Um, and we'll put the links underneath here too. Okay. All right, everybody. This has been a blast and we will see you on the next live, which will be next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Yes. Eastern time. Yep. See you then.